Yes, no, she's not a rabbit, she has big boobs. Please, Monroe, please, Monroe, please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your phone. Please, Monroe, please, Monroe, please, Monroe. We're calling you. Hello and welcome to <clears throat> a post-birthday episode of Calling Monroe. I am Ragnar, ooh, and I'm joined by my funny little friend Gucci, all the way over in Iceland. How you doing? I'm great. Are you drinking it's, right now? It, no, no, no. Is Ragnar a palindrome? Noise on the podcast. No, 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 no. Is Ragnar a palindrome? No, a palindrome, it's the same backwards and forwards, right? Ranger. And it's clearly not because Rangar is is Ragnar backwards. Um, almost. Rangar. Almost. Yeah. Well, almost. Almost. But entirely not. Uh, how are you feeling right now, chemically? I'm good. You're good. I'm carbonate. I'm carbonated. You're carbonated. <laughs> are you only carbonated? Yes. Okay. All right. There's no no other solvent in your system. No. No. All right. Fair enough. Should we call Monroe, see if he's carbonated? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe. Hey. Hey, Monroe. Monroe. Which of us is more handsome, me or Ragnar? Who is more handsome? Well, that depends Yeah. on the day, I suppose. Or are you more handsome? I'm. I'm the most handsome, yeah, I would say. Would you actually, if you had to rank, um, like, if you had to objectively rank the podcast one, two, three, hottest to least hot, how would you rank us? I don't know. Like, uh, so this is the this is the scenario. You have to rank us, yeah, and okay. present that to the world, yeah, and you have to hope that the world agrees with your ranking because if the world doesn't, your whole family gets murdered. <laughs> There's a democratic election as to whether you're right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> And is this a walk into the room, or do I include personality in this? Uh, let's do both. Mm, uh, um, <laughs> walk into the room. Mm. I can, you can't objectively <laughs> rate yourself. That's like just everyone just thinks they're uglier than they are, don't they? Not me. Not me, baby. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Have you seen this bald? Mm. I wake up in the morning. I'm like. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there was a there was a good line in uh, that Mel was watching videos about um, pregnant pregnant women, and uh, one of them had stretch marks on her belly, and uh, the uh, her son, who she'd already had when she was uh, pregnant with her second child, turned to her and said, "Look, mom, you got stripes like a tiger." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's cool. Stripes like a tiger. That's hot. Like surely that like. <sighs> Feels weird to say, but like, tiger. Surely tigers are pretty hot. You know what I mean. They live in warm places usually. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a comment, though. Anyway, Monroe, the hottest animated character of all time is Simba's buddy. What's her name? No. What? Nala. Nala. Yeah. What? Because of the sex size that she gives him. 
I don't know. You know. I just you know they're like they do that wrestling scene and then hmm. well they're like playing and then she looks at him and it's the most seductive look anyone has ever given anyone. It is. The thing is, I think Monroe has like is some into bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Did you hear what he just said? Well, that the hottest animated character is Nala. It's weird that you say that she's hotter than Lola Bunny. Yeah. Who is considered the quintessential yeah. hot yeah. animated character. Exactly. Who's Lola Bunny? Look exactly. up Lola Bunny. Oh, from Space Jam. She is the one with the big eyes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but she was intentionally hot. Or Jessica Rabbit from uh, Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. She's also a, a bombshell. What's yeah. it with you and rabbits? It's not me. It's society, bro. <laughs> she's not a rabbit. <laughs> no, she's not a rabbit. Her husband is a rabbit in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked up these characters? Yeah, I have. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit doesn't look like a rabbit, though. I mean, I mean, like. yeah. No, she's not a rabbit. She has big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I had this conversation with a friend the other day about uh, not just like animated characters necessarily, but like uh, video games are included, and those are. Just, I guess that so animated characters, yeah, fine. But like uh, you know, CGI characters slash animated characters. The most attractive one is neither one of you will get this reference unless you. So you know, you know The Witcher. Have you seen this the show The Witcher? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Okay. Neither one of you has played the game, though, or the games. No. 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 Okay, so in The Witcher games, his he has this, like, he has a few women that he sort of strings along, but there's one in particular that is, like, the ultimate one, and she that character is just the most attractive character possible. And then in the fucking show, they just... What, what is her name? They absolutely what is her name? destroyed it. Her name is... Uh, Yennefer, Yennefer, that's right. Yen- her name is Yennefer with a Y. Yennefer of Engerberg. With a Y? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yennef- Yennefer's in it. Yeah, yeah, but the, in, the, the, in, the, in the show, she's the Netflix worst. Show. In the le- Netflix show, she's the worst. Hmm. She's like whiny and annoying and not attractive and not good in any way. Whereas in the games, she's just like, it's ridiculous. Hmm. It's the closest I could come to feeling true love towards a, a, an animated character. <laughs> <laughs> How long before we all fall in love with AI? This is a question that, that's a good question, right? Didn't we already discuss this? Whether it would be fine to fall in love with a robot? Maybe we did. I don't know. I think it would be unhealthy, but very possible. You've seen the movie Her? No. Yeah, I haven't actually seen Her. It's on the old list, but... He falls in love with a voice, basically. Mm. Mm. I've seen Her be fully loaded. Is that the same? Almost. Almost. That's a car. It's a car, and the other is a robot. Do you want to know my two exciting updates from the weekend? I mean, yeah, if we're done talking about falling in love with robots and you don't want to rate us. Sorry, no, we can go. Do you not want to rate us in terms of attractiveness? No, I don't want to rate you. Regarding us being handsome, which one is the most handsome? Hmm. Do you know one thing that I saw in a video today when I was supposed to work and I was not working? Was it pornographic? I mean, it had attractive people in the video. Okay. And they said that to be attractive, you have to rest your tongue on your upper, like, what's it called? The palate. Uh, palate. On the upper one, forcing it towards the upper teeth. Mm. If you do it that way, you're probably going to have a better jawline. Oh, all right. If that is how you rest your jaw, when you, your tongue usually, that means you have a good jawline. Oh, I think, but I think that's how I rest my tongue normally. 
What on your on the on your top palette? Yeah. Do you not? No. Yeah. But I'm calling that bullshit. I yeah. Think. I mean, everyone doesn't. Everyone rested. No, on the but top? at least, but at least, but at least they have like this things that you can put in your up like those gomer. What's that called in English? Uh, that thing to support your teeth or something. You can wear those to a brace. Actually, braces. Yeah, but like the one that like into push, your mouth. To position oh, the yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah, yeah. that a retainer. Retainer. Yeah. But you have, but you can get the type that positions your jaw the right way in an attractive way. Yeah, people that have like inwards one. Mm. Can we wear one of those to get in the right position? And like, and also if you have like a front one, mm. you get like backwards. All right. So that does exist. So what they said, like it's rare that it's rare that people can force it themselves. They can wear like those orthopedic stuff to to actually position it in the right way. Orthodontic stuff. Orthodontic. All right. Fair enough. I mean, interesting. I don't know if I would ever do that. Would I do that? No. I mean, I don't need to because I'm the most attractive one on the podcast. But if I wasn't, I would lift, lift your it, head. Right? Move your head from the move your head from the microphone. Mic so I can see there you your go. Face. Oh, nice jawline. You have a big head. I do have a nice jawline. Uh, I have. So I don't know if I have a big head or not. My brother has a big head. Shout out. Because when they were measuring our graduation caps yeah. at school, there was like a thing for having the biggest one. I think he was close to the biggest one, but I was not. So my conclusion from that is that I don't have a big head. I have a medium head. So my head was the biggest one in my graduation. I believe that. You have a pretty big head. But I'm tiny. Yeah, but but you got a big noodle. I got a big big head. Big noggin. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Big head for a little boy. Yeah. Anyway, Monroe, do you want to inform us about your whatever that you wanted to say? See how interested I am? <laughs> I went to the spear fishing shop and I'm going to buy a spear gun. My God, you are just a crazy person. Why? So I can spear some fish. Why do you need a spear gun? Why can't you just be a, like a normal hunter gatherer and spear it with your hands? I'm just collecting items that you can jibber jab people with. Basically, you know, I oh, started with no. the original jibber jab, and now then I built the potato cannon, and now I've got the spear gun. God, you're just moving into murder territory. Yeah. No, but why do you need why, why do you need the spear gun? What like why can't you just take your hands and hold a spear and spear a fish like a fucking pro? Because I'm not a fucking pro. Yeah, but that's you learn to be. <laughs> no, because this way you can kind of go in the water and then you you swim down and you're supposed to. I don't know how long they I've envisaged myself being able to hold my breath for, but you can sit stealthily in the kelp and then the uh, fish swims past and then boom, you release it. And and you just get you get to buy a spear gun. That's that's just cool. Guns are cool, even if America is bad. Sounds like a torture. Sounds like a torture for the fish. Probably, yeah. It's probably not particularly pleasant. You should buy Rosenberg's, like that thing, that fishing thing that he talked about. Oh, uh, what was that again? What Inflati thing? The inflating one. The thing they can like they swallow this worm and you inflate it. Oh, then you just fucking. And then you can, yeah, and it can, like, it floats up. Floats up to the top and basically just murders the fish. No, no, he he said that then you can just turn it off and then it, like, the fish can swim away. I don't believe him to be 
quite honest. I mean, he to- that's what he said. Yeah, I mean, he is an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay, this seems over the top though, Monroe. Like, how often are you going to use this thing? Probably not often enough to justify the cost, I would say. How much is it? Uh, I'll probably spend between 100 and 200 pounds on the gun, but then you need other, you, you need some fins, you need uh, a weight belt, you need, uh, there's a bunch of other little bits around you. So the starter pack they have on offer is 440 pounds, and I'll probably upgrade that to spend like 550. That's not that it bad. It doesn't sound crazy to me. It does not sound crazy to me. That's exactly the sort of feedback I need, guys. <laughs> I expected more. No, I, I definitely expected you spending over a thousand pounds on the whole shebang. Well, in that case, it's a bargain. Yeah, I thought you were going to say two thousand. Yeah. No, no, no. And I might even go for some secondhand stuff, which would then take it down even more. Well, there you go. And I absolutely get this. I mean, come on. The only oh. problem I have is that I think you should be doing it manually. I think you should be spearing them with your mm-hmm. hands. Mondo, Mondo, what does a crib cost? Children's crib. Like an MTV crib. Baby crib. Nothing, because you just get shit for free secondhand. That's smart, yeah. So we're getting the cot that I slept in as a baby will be the cot that my baby sleeps in. Because mm. my parents don't get rid of anything. How about those like car seats? Did those car seats thing that cost... Crazy amount. You think Monroe has a car? No, he doesn't. I I I didn't <laughs> think about that. I think about it now. <laughs> I think he has no car. Does Monroe have a car? Do you have a car, Monroe? Bell's got a car, which mm. means I've got a car. Okay, well then you need a car seat, and you can't. Don't use hand-me-down car seats because the safety standards change all the time. Yeah, but then like the safety standards are. Oh, yeah. Listen, man, this is your baby right now. Yeah, but there are uh, lots don't, of... Don't say safety standards aren't a thing when it's your fucking child. Come on now. They are a thing, but I just think they get, like, it's, it becomes a bit arbitrary and, like, the, like the risk, you, you might reduce the risk significantly relatively, but then and in terms of absolute risk, you're not really making any impact on your child for these small gains. Aren't you, and though? And then you're inconveniencing your life loads. Are you, though? Well, I don't know, but I could imagine that being... Being the case, you know, with lots of the the SIDS things, that, you know, that are certain things they tell you not to use. Um, like there's these sort of... I don't cushioned, know what SIDS is. Uh, sudden infant death syndrome. Oh, right, right. And so there are some there are some big ones that, are, that make a big impact, but then there are other things that make a fairly small impact in terms of in terms of the likelihood of SIDS. And SIDS in itself is already a rare event. So I feel like it's taking risk and kind of putting things on it that in, in other aspects of our lives we wouldn't we wouldn't put like what is the risk of the baby dying in a car crash that could be the same as the risk of like one of these things from from SIDS but you don't think twice about driving in a car with it or putting it on a bicycle yes that's true that's true but like given that you are putting it in a car that's like that's what you have to go on from and then you're only buying the car seat for a car accident so the chances of a car accident are irrelevant at that point you just have to basically take the risk given that you have an accident that's the only calculation you have to make are you sure it's only for accidents think could you just like delay a kid in the car well no like 
Yeah, there's just obviously like breaking that. hard without oh an accident God. would be a horrible thing. Would yeah, be a okay, horrible fine. thing. But that's such a low bar. I'm sorry. That like that in itself is already such a low. It bar. doesn't require for an accident. It requires for driving without getting scared. Okay, yeah, but that's like, an extremely low bar. You can like we're gonna lay it on the floor or something. But you can solve that problem with a fucking bean bag. So like that's not that's not mm. where the problem is. Now you're right? talking my language. Right, but the, the, uh, you absolutely cannot yeah. solve the entire problem with a beanbag, Monroe. The, <laughs> Monroe two beanbags, one on the bottom, Monroe, one on the top. Monroe, yeah. Just buy a beanbag, yes. Oh, wait, so, did you never so do that good. thing in school where you got like an egg and you had to drop it off the top of the school or something and it had to survive? <laughs> I Just, do not remember yeah, that. Yeah, you get straws in a parachute, a plastic bag of it. No, so what we did, uh, which sounded like a good idea when we were doing it, is we built a big box or maybe it was just me. I don't remember, but it sounded great at the time. It was just like a a box, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 centimeters by 40 by 40 or whatever. And I put the egg in the middle. And then what I did was I had a whole bunch of rubber bands that created like two circles mm-hmm. that intersected, you know? So like the top and the bottom had a mm-hmm. whole bunch of rubber bands that created a circle, like a tube basically of rubber bands. And then the same okay. thing like left to right. So the egg was in there in this like rubber band cradle. And then it broke. So wait. Did it break? Wait. And then, so you could do this with your baby suspended in this like rubber band cradle and then hope that that absorbs all the Mm. impact. But the problem that I had when I dropped this is that I didn't have enough rubber bands or something because they just, the rubber bands acted like an egg slicer basically and just sliced the fuck out of the egg. Yeah, exactly. So that would be a problem if it were a baby. I would prefer to avoid that with my child yeah. yeah when you when when you asked if i'd done that as a kid i think i thought about another thing mm. did you ever play twain game as a kid twain game train <laughs> such a <laughs> i honestly thought he said twain man train Train game. <laughs> he obviously said train, train game but whatever man i said I train hear. game Train what game. kind of train game? You like you put chairs in a sequence and then you said, you sat in the front chair and you said, choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> it was a game for me. I loved that game. Loved what? Game. You loved it putting was, chairs? It was, like, it was like, it was like a three minutes of fun. Did you have passengers? Yeah, of course. Who? I, I told some people to sit in this chair, sit in this chair, and then I just sat in the front one and said, you too. <laughs> it took like three minutes. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do it anymore? I'm an adult. I'm like in my 40s, isn't it? Am no, I not? No, you're not. You're in your 30s. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, I'm in my fourth decade of life. That's true. And what and you're saying 40s. that you're, you're over just this? Not in your forties. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Like we talked about this before. I said that sad, the the, sad, yeah. the most childish thing in the world is to say things are childish, right? Mm, yeah. Maybe. I mean, but it's like twenty five years since I did this. I think you should get miniature potato cannons and attach them to your chair. Yeah. Potato. Did you say potato? Little pea shooter potato cannons. Yeah, that that sounds. Nice. You should get tomato cannons. Surely that would be better because they make a splat. Tomato and potato. And spear guns. 
Uh, speaking of buying shit, I bought I bought a toy for my dog on Amazon. It's not yeah, for my dog, so but Ragnar, Ragnar, yeah. Ragnar, Ragnar, shit! It's not a dog toy. Oh my god! There's something wrong with Gucci. How we... much wine have you had at this stage? <laughs> nothing, zero, nothing. You had to... I had like on Saturday a lot of wine. You had wine on Saturday, and Too you're much. still you're still absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, no, but I bought a drone, and I I'm going to become the ultimate lazy parent. This is the equivalent of screen time. Uh, I bought a drone. Are you gonna walk with your dog with a drone? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take her to the park, and then this drone has this function where I can draw like a a route for my drone, and it'll just fly that. So I'm just gonna draw like a figure eight. That's like pretty lo- big, and have it fly in a figure eight, and then I'm just gonna let my dog chase the drone. <laughs> yeah, nice. What great. drone did you get? Some shit on Amazon. I don't know. It was. Hmm. It was not like the cheapest one, but like you know, it was like a budget one. I just want something that I can have my dog chase hmm. and use outside. Get her worked, guys. Check it out. What I sent you. What did you send us, and where? Just like Facebook thing. Oh, are these your little? Is this your little <gasps> dog? Yeah. Oh, it is. Gucci sending photos of his little dog. That's cute. That's Do you see little... that one? How old is he? She? He? She? She's ten years. Ten days old. She's ten years old. Ten days. And how old before you get her? Eight weeks. Are you going to train her to speak like Ragnar's training T-Bell? No. No. Are you crazy? I I'm happy if she doesn't pee inside. Yeah, you just want it to pee outside and then you don't care. Yeah, pee outside, don't run away from me. I'm happy. That's such a low bar. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's the standard bar, though, I think. Is it? That's the go-to. I don't know, like, most people want, like, recall. Like, that's a big one that people want from their dog. So, like, if you call them and they come to you. Yeah, that mm, would be nice. Yeah. Uh and then, you know, the odd thing, have them understand a couple things like, I don't know, it depends on the dog breed, but you're not getting the smartest dog breed. You're getting more of a, a cute dog breed, if you will. I'm getting a pretty smart one. Are you, though? My friend had it's a dog like that. It, no, no, no. It's supposed to be smart compared to a small dog. Okay, because my friend had a dog like this, and he said in his apartment building they had these, like, spiral stairs, and... Uh, mm the dog would sort of, they were going upstairs and the dog would kind of run ahead and it would go to the wrong floor. And then my friend would be at the right floor mm. and would see it up one floor and like call it, be like, hey, you know, come here. And then it would see him and then it would like run to the stairs and run up another floor and then be like, oh no, and panic that it had gone <laughs> to the right, wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> and it just wouldn't be able no. to figure out how to get back. So I'm not sure no. it's that smart. Yeah, but I mean... No, but it, I maybe it was that specific individual. Mm. <laughs> the, the, bre- the breed I'm getting is not supposed to be this. Sm- it's not known to be smart, but it's known to be loyal. Mm, okay, I mean that's what some people want, right? Mm. So that's a perfectly fine thing to want. Some people want that in a partner. Yeah, mm. you know, <clears throat> like Mel. That's what Mel chooses. I think in some ways <laughs> that makes a better partner being loyal than smart. Would would you not want a loyal one? Would you pick a smart one over a loyal one? Yeah, I think you'd definitely be happier. Prefer, with a... Honestly, I would pref- I would prefer both. Yeah, but you can't. That's <sighs> all right, Gucci. 
<laughs> you can't just make up these <laughs> rules <laughs> mid-game. Okay. <laughs> so what? I have to pick either a smart or a loyal one? Yes. Yeah, and you're definitely going to pick a loyal one. Otherwise, you're just setting yourself up for unhappiness. Are they hot or are they not hot? <laughs> both of them are, are average. They're both hot. Average. They're both, they look the same, these two. Yeah, okay, they look so the there's same. There's no distinguishing features except one of them is smart and unloyal or disloyal, yeah. and the other one is stupid and loyal. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I mean, and the, and the loyal one will do anything you want. Anything you want. <laughs> that was, oh my God. That made that worse. been more yeah. obvious in what you're saying there. Uh, I mean, I guess <laughs> I would have to pick the, the, anything. Stop it. <laughs> I, I stop it, please. Make him stop. You'd someone. have to pick the loyal one because there's just too, there's too much at stake if your partner's not loyal. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Or like is actively unloyal. But if she's so stupid, you can't even talk to her. I know that sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you can't have an intellectual conversation at all. Yeah, then maybe I'd pick the other one. <laughs> like honestly, yeah, I think I might pick the smart one and just accept that this person's not. But that would be. <sighs> I mean, that's such a. I don't know, man. I just, uh, just gotta accept it. You know what? <laughs> I mean, these both sound terrible. But the thing so, is, see, 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 yeah. see, if he's so unloyal, disloyal, unloyal. What's the word? Disloyal. Then she wouldn't stay loyal to anyone else. That's true, but that's even worse, isn't it? So she would just is do it? things. No, is that better? She would not be loyal, but she would still be with you. Would she? I mean, if I'm saying that she would stay with you. Okay, but you just know that she's cheating on you, and she's yeah. like doesn't really have your back in anything. Yeah, it doesn't really help you with anything. Uh, that sounds terrible. You can just—it's just someone to argue with, yeah. right? <laughs> Basically, and I yeah, enjoy exactly. that. So no, that's what the smart person yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. smart person is just a some piece of shit you kind of hate that you can argue with. Yes. Yeah. Sounds fine, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that sounds like exactly what I want anyway, so. So does this mean that if anyone's <laughs> listening and they don't argue with their partner, it probably means their partner's dumb? Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not saying that this is actually <laughs> what people are like. This is some horrible, horrible dystopia that Kudyat's yeah. cooking up. <laughs> yeah. In his absolutely fried brain today. His red wine fried brain. Uh, what do you mean? God, uh, no, no. he hasn't. He hasn't had any red wine. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> just grape juice being sipped through that straw. Yeah, exactly. I said it was grape wine before. Oh, that was your. You made a pun before we started recording. Yeah, and that's when we understood that Guyon might not be sober. Might, <laughs> <laughs> might, might. The word is might. Yeah, the word is might. Mm. Uh, all right. Monroe, do you have anything anything else interesting to tell? <laughs> <laughs> My toenail's fallen off. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, how how does it smell? Actually, fine. It's not infected or anything. It's just I was out walking at the weekend, and I think my boots are slightly too small for me. My left foot's slightly bigger than my right foot, um, and so my left big toe was hitting the front of my shoe i think as we were walking i didn't really notice at the time but then and it just felt a little bit achy but not that bad uh and then i got back and my toenail was all kind of loose and you saw so I, I can push my toenail and it moves independently of my toe and it looks Ugh, that yeah. sounds horrible yeah it sounds really horrible it's, i've had it before 
Um, and it's not that painful. You just kind of get, it takes a little longer than you expect because it looks like it's going to fall off really soon. And then it settles a bit. And then a new nail grows from the back, pushes off your old one. And then at some point, your old one comes off as a whole thing. And then you just kind of have this wrinkly, stumpy nail that pushes its way through. And then eventually you get a normal looking nail again. Ugh, yes. But like, does not hurt? Uh, surprisingly, no. It's like definitely because the, the bit under your nail is incredibly painful. Yeah, I know. And both times it's happened, it's always been less painful than it looks. It looks quite traumatic and it looks quite nasty, but it's never been anything really to write home about. Wow. Have we talked about astronauts and nails before? No. No. Oh, interesting. Uh, when I was at the European Space Agency in Cologne for some shit, then a dude was talking to us. And he was saying that this was like a little known fact about the Apollo missions because uh, they had their space suits mm-hmm. and they are inflated pretty hard so that you can breathe the oxygen that's in it, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're very stiff and very hard to move. And because you have to do shit with your fingers, then it's really hard. I don't understand because- why they have to be inflated hard so you can breathe the oxygen. Okay, uh, because you need oxygen in them Mm -hmm. and the oxygen that you take in is not just a function of like the percentage of oxygen that's there it's basically a function of the pressure of the oxygen yeah Yeah. but can you not just increase the the amount of oxygen in the air yeah yeah so they have it basically at like 100% oxygen but you still need it to be at like a decent enough pressure at like one fifth atmospheric pressure uh, in order to get the same like partial pressure of oxygen compared to breathing mm, yeah, yeah, in one yeah, atmosphere because yeah. it's 21% oxygen in the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. And that compared to vacuum outside makes for a pretty inflated suit. Mm. Uh, so the point is that they're wearing these gloves and the gloves are real stiff and you have to do like shit with your fingers. They have like tools they need to manipulate and things outside. Uh, so the, to sort of make up for that, the gloves are real tight. Mm. Uh so that, you know, they're, they're easier to move. And because they're so tight, apparently their fingers would touch the edge and like scrape along them. And every time they went on these uh, space walks, then Ooh. it would just completely fuck up their fingernails and the fingertips and stuff. So they started just preemptively surgically removing all of their fingernails before they flew them into space. No way. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah, that is net. Na- that's so gnarly for lack of a better word just having yeah going and having some dude take off all of your fingernails yeah that sounds dreadful that does sound really bad yeah i wouldn't want that at all there was a cool video i watched the other day of um the british it's something like the british space society or something it's an old it's an old society in the uk that was kind of a group of enthusiastic people trying to spur on the the space race a bit and they had a design for a spacesuit way before we'd ever been to space and it was all very theoretical and it looks super cool it's kind of like a combination of a metal armor suit you go to war with with a big old school diving diving suit Hmm. and it's got this huge metal bit with really wide wide holes for the arms so you know when you're trying to pull your arm back through a t-shirt you got a relatively small hole, so you have to stretch the hole. So because everything was really stiff, they had big holes there. And then it has a big compartment at the front, which has an airlock on it. So you could pick up a rock and then you could 
open the airlock, put it in the airlock, shut the airlock, and then you can pull your arms through the giant holes at the side, and then you can touch and manipulate the stone inside it, and then mm, put your arms back out and go smart. and do your thing again. Uh, and then they, so they had the designs of this from there, and then some museum went and uh, paid to have the suit built. Uh, yeah, it looks super cool. Sounds like a recipe for dust disaster, though, because that was a big deal on the moon, and to some extent might be on Mars, the like dust, because the dust is some serious shit there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's mm -hmm. kind of a problem. And breathing mm -hmm. it is a problem. It like really mm -hmm. fucks with your lungs. It's like very fine. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not just like breathing, you know, regular earth dust. Uh, so this, that whole thing is a bit of a problem. So if you had this like airlock and we're opening and closing, you would get that dust all fucking over. And it would be nicht gut. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So they even like, that's that's why they're thinking for the moon base and stuff to have these suits that dock. So you'd like dock your back into just the space station of the suit. And then it like opens up on the back and then you just crawl out the back mm. to like minimize the amount of like dust that enters anywhere. And to like, so you don't have to take the suit inside. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Ah, I like that. Yeah, mate. But I also fucked up my toe a couple of days ago. How so? Just so that oh. you and I are buddies. Well, I was outside oh. with uh, Tibrao and we were walking and I was looking at her and not at the precise location of the sandbox that I was walking past. And I kicked the sandbox specifically with my little toe, which is the most painful of the toes. Why did you do that? Why did you, Why did you do that? By accident. Yeah, it was just a little bit of bad luck and it was incredibly painful. And I think my toe is broken. No way. Is that the most painful toe? Yeah, the, the little toe is outrageously if you, if you, painful. If you would break the big toe, wouldn't that hurt? Yeah, maybe, but like... I mean, it's I, quite thick see, bone. You, so there's a number of reasons why you are worse off not walking. But if there is a singular reason... <laughs> what the hell are you saying? Off, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> if there's a singular reason that you're better off, it's that you will never stub your toe, because and stubbing specifically your little toe. I will promise. If you stop walking, acutely, you can still hurt your little toe. Do you have you ever stubbed your little toe? Yeah, I've broken it. That two you remember, times. you have. Yeah. How? <laughs> when someone is helping you wearing a seal, they like force it. Oh. They're just like it. Won't, 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 won't. Yes, it will. That kind of thing. Oh, that sucks. Mm. Mm. Is it like the world's most painful thing for a little bit? No. Oh, because whenever <laughs> you stub your... Worse I don't know, Monroe. It, it's worse to break your thigh. That I promise it's worse to break your thigh. Yeah, but like yeah, when you I stub your imagine. toe, it's like for, for about five seconds, it's the single worst pain you could possibly imagine. And then usually it just instantly yeah, disappears. But if you break your thigh, it's the worst thing that happens for six weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's more pain. But I mean, I'm talking about for... For five seconds. For five seconds, you think you're never going to feel anything close to pleasure ever again. And then it just disappears. That is how I fast for six weeks. <laughs> Shut up. Dude. Your pain is in proportion to what's happened. Ragnar's pain is out of proportion to what's happened. That is the point he's trying that, yeah. to make. Yeah. So, Thank you, Monroe. But, but the thing is, I was lying there. It was a lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pain for two weeks, not six weeks. <laughs> what? God damn it. 
It is not a lie. I can't. It was still not a lie. I think if you never wear shoes, you have much. So our toes are not spread particularly wide, and I think if you never wear shoes, you get quite widespread toes. Is that true? Why? I was in a book I was reading the other day where they were talking about they were in the shop. Guns, germs, and steel. It was. (laughs) Was it? Where they were? Yeah, it was. The only book I'm getting oh, any information from right now. I don't have long left of it now. I'm getting to the end. I'll have to find some other way to get my facts from. Um, but they um, they were talking about a story where they were in the shop uh, buying shoes. And one of the, because he works with a lot of native communities that uh, still live very <laughs> traditional lives. Some mm-hmm. of the people that he was in the shop with had never worn shoes and the shoes didn't fit them because their feet were then differently shaped. And in particular, their toes were very splayed and wide. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It sounds like a it's it's a, it sounds like a bullshit. Yeah, I've often thought about this though, because like if you look at your toes, they kind of slot together like a jigsaw puzzle. You know. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. But I think that's just because they're all squished together. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. It might be because they've just always been squished together, but they do sort of like slot together, like the contours on one toe line up with the ones on the next. In a way that is absolutely untrue for your fingers. Yes. That is absolutely untrue for your fingers. Actually, you know what? I just looked up. What? It's kind of a weird thing to uh, to duck, duck, go. I've just put in tribesmen feet. Mm. And some of them, their toes look pretty wide. Really? Pretty well, yeah. All right. Now I have to Google this. I can't not Google but others, tribesmen But others feet. look completely normal and fine. So, oh. Feet of jungle tribesmen is something on Pinterest. Can you imagine making a Pinterest board about jungle tribesmen feet? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why is that thing? Oh, I can see. Yeah, these are quite splayed. Yeah. But like, not in an unnatural looking way. They're just, no. if anything, it looks, oh, but this one looks horrible. But this is clearly deformed. <laughs> All right, fair enough, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel here. I don't know if I agree or disagree with this proposal. I just see the ostrich people. Legs. Ostrich people. They're like two toe giant toes. Yeah, the Vadoma or something. Yeah. What? Because they've got a condition where they miss that this is a it's a tribe that has a condition that's very prevalent in it where they're missing the three middle toes and then their toe and then their feet look really weird as a result. Yeah, the Vadoma here, the Zimbabwean ostrich tribe. Wow. That's uh unfortunate, I guess. And then they have peaks. Peaks, peaks. What? I said they have beaks too. Oh, beaks. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that's, oh, their toes don't look super nice. No, they don't. But are they, like, do you think they can just walk fine? Are they just, yeah. are they just cool with this reality? I guess so. And I guess it, I think yeah. they have a hard time walking. I think I saw a video of them. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's settled then. <laughs> <laughs> I got a hard time walking. Fine. What time is it? Time for skill of the week, baby. Yeah, does anyone have a skill of the so, week? So Ragnar is bored of us. Have I said this skill before? Have I said the skill before about telling when things are moist yeah. and when things are dry? I mean, no, but I don't so, know. If, I mean, go for tell, it. Tell us. Tell <laughs> so, us. No, this is this is definitely, a, this, is, this is something I use regularly okay so you'll go to i don't know like the 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 most at home example sometimes if it's a cold day 
you pick up the washing which has been hanging out to dry and you're not sure if the washing is just is still damp or if it's just cold mm. and with your hands it's a bit difficult to tell all you need to do is put it on your lips and it's immediately obvious to you having put it on your lips whether it's dry or moist no surely oh God, not god this is not yes, something i want to do it's so good there was some it was this hippie new zealand guy that told me this and i've used it ever since and it's such a such a good life hack and it works every time it really really does work i'm like i'm afraid to believe this cuz i know like i don't want to be let down like i don't want you to break my heart on this one i'm not going to i am not going to i, I know a great life hack take like a like a what's it called duct tape yeah put it like in a circle glue it on itself put it on your mouth no that's, don't do that that's good no <laughs> we've discussed this before you have a weird duct tape fetish it's, or it's tape pleasurable fetish. it's pleasurable do you exactly actually what you do you put it in your mouth then you enjoy it i do that whenever gulion is ever at my house or like wherever together he always manages to find a bit of tape somewhere <laughs> and he just plays with it and he claims it's not sexual but these things always are it's not sexual uh, it's just pleasurable <sighs> okay i mean two skills one extremely useful i you better not break my heart on this one Monroe. <laughs> and the other insane yeah i think that's uh, a good summary they said was a better one so i have two photos here from my brother that i'm going to open now and i assume they're going to be quotes from his calendar you guys do you guys want to oh, hear them oh yeah baby the first one is oh it's not from his calendar it's a uh, a shop window where it says it's nice to be nice I mean, it's nice to be nice. Yeah, is that something you agree with personally, Gulion? I mean, but it's better to be kind. Fair enough. And here's another one that says, "If you are willing to do something that might not work, you're closer to being an artist." What? <laughs> closer than what? Does that just mean art doesn't work? It's it's almost as good as my life advice that will come later. Oh, the per- the person who said this, Seth Godin. He's an American author and former dot-com business executive. So he's, I guess he's just some dude that likes to try to think of smart-sounding things. Yeah. Dot-com executive. Oh, I've got some parting words, actually. Oh. Hmm. Well, why don't From... you just wait a little bit, because you're not first up in the parting oh, words. Damn it, no, I'm not. Oh, am I the first one? Yeah. yeah, it's always Gucci first. Gucci, do you have any parting words for us? Uh, I mean, it's not that good. It's by a famous person. Mm. It says... Be so good, they cannot ignore you. Ooh, who said that? Famous I don't guy. know. Fucking Katy Perry. He's like white hair. Andy Warhol. American. Uh, comedian. White hair. Gandalf. Almost, almost. It's Steve Martin. Oh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> But be kind, Ragnar. Be kind. Ah, I will. I'll try. Uh, Moon Man, do you have any parting words for us? Yeah, I'm uh, being inspired by your brother and Guzion. Uh, there was a quote that I heard from uh, Personal Finance Club today, which was, mm-hmm. "You will never be rich until you want less than you have." Whoa! Whoa! Interesting. That is deep. Actually, I have, 
I have something to say that directly goes against this, I guess. Don't say it. But uh, are you guys ready? Yeah. Do you remember last time? Do you remember last time when I asked for money? Mm-hmm. We got some money, boys. What? What? How much? <laughs> Who gave we us got money? two. We so we got two <laughs> sponsorships. One of which was for three hundred, three hundred dollars. Oh, wow! Uh, three hundred Liberian dollars <laughs> from my brother. <laughs> Yeah. Which is about which is ten point sixty six Danish kroner, so about two hundred something Icelandic kroner, and about oh, I don't know amazing. a pound maybe. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and then from uh, from Mr. Fogarty, mm-hmm. we got an interesting donation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find it. Let me find just to make sure I don't say anything incorrect. He gave us two donations. Mm. The first one was forty five point nine. Israeli new shekels, mm. oh, which is about eight times the amount that my brother sent us. Wow! Oh. And then he sponsored us with an additional twenty great British pounds. Wow! How do you spell Fogarty? F O G A R T Y. Just like it's pronounced. What What do we What do we have to advertise in return for these gifts? I guess not. So my brother complained that we didn't thank him last time because I just, off the top of my head, thanked a bunch of people for having. What is his name? What's his name again? My brother. Hmm. Okay. So thank. We need to thank him not just for his cash, but also for his contributions. He left us a voicemail, and he's been a loyal listener. Thank you, Trikvipal. And then I guess we just thank Mr. Fogarty for the same. Hmm. Thank you, Mr. Fogarty. Loyal listener. Yeah, and for all that cash, he's, we appreciate you absolutely. I mean, so if you want it, to keep sending us cash, didn't, did they do. actually? Didn't they actually just give it to you, Ragnar? Yeah, I mean, they gave it to me, but now that I've told you, then you know, there's you guys at least know about it. So if there's any like joint costs, I guess. Well, I mean, we it can go towards the podcast hosting that I have paid for thus far. <laughs> yeah, that you've already paid that? for in full. <laughs> so yeah, well, let's probably all right, that, right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks, guys. If anyone else wants to send us cash, then uh, do so. Just be in touch or uh, some shit. Uh, maybe we should start a Patreon now that people are giving us money. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Or an OnlyFans. OnlyFans, mm. let's do that. Yeah, Gideon, I was thinking about Gideon it. will eat duct tape for you. Yeah, on OnlyFans. We're gonna, we should, we should think about starting an OnlyFans. Yes. It's only for our fans. Or our OnlyFans. Anyway, wait, Monroe, did you already have your parting words? Yeah, my, my I had, rich Yeah, I've already did mine. Oh, yeah, of course. God, I always forget your parting words. You're just... I'm so sorry. I'm just forgettable. You're just so forgettable. <laughs> it's because you're not the most attractive man on the podcast. Uh, so if you want to send us cash or things, then reach out to callingmonroe at gmail.com or callingmonroe at Instagram mm-hmm. or just one of us, if you know us personally. Uh... Did you want to say something, Gucci? Google gobble. Wow. That really sums up you on this podcast today. Did you <laughs> not understand? Seriously, it's actually a reference to a movie. What movie? You said one of us, and I said Google gobble. Is it Toy Story? No, it's Freaks. Oh, you've made this fucking reference before. I have. and You, you love that movie. It's a fun movie. I'm sorry. And you said one of us, then I had to say Google gobble. All right. Uh, yeah, everyone, just just appreciate Gideon for who he is because 
this is him and we love him. Just go, just Google Google Gobble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do that we, and then we accept her. Please, please keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> You're feeling low. In need of a bro. There's one thing that makes your heart start to glow. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. Calling Monroe. I'm calling Monroe.